Which app is positioning itself as the ultimate fashion, social and shopping network? In this video, that's one of the things I talk about. Welcome back to Warner Weekly, this time episode 3. So far in this video series, I've been bringing you insights into where the younger generation's attention is. But the more I've been doing these videos, the more I've realised you can't generalise at all. So for that reason, I'm no longer positioning this as, here's what the younger generations are doing. Instead, I'm talking about where attention is in the digital age. So the content is essentially the same. Every week, I'm going to be talking about one brand or product, one phone habit, so social media, a popular app, and one influencer doing well in their respective niche. Although this is likely to be skewed towards young adults, this doesn't mean that all young people are on YouTube, all people are following these brands, and it also doesn't mean that those not classified as young adults can't be doing what I'm talking about. Lastly, my aim hasn't changed. I still want to help you to discover brands, behaviours and products that you might not come across in your everyday scrolling. So with that long-winded intro, let's get on to the video. For section one this week, the brand I'm talking about is Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. Launched in September 2017, Fenty Beauty is Popstar Rihanna's own cosmetics brand. It sold out within hours of its launch on its own website and at partnering stores like Sephora. And the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because tomorrow Fenty is launching a new product, a new highlighter that will donate 100% of sales to Rihanna's own foundation, the Clara Lionel Foundation. But why do we love Fenty so much? Because it can't just be because Rihanna is the face of the brand. I'd say one of the biggest reasons we love the brand is because it completely lives by its ethos, which is beauty for all. So if you're looking to find a brand that knows how to be inclusive, look at Fenty Beauty. A great example of this is through its Pro Filter Foundation, which comes in 40 different shades, which until Fenty Beauty was pretty much unheard of in the cosmetics industry. All the brands are trying to hop on the bandwagon um, and trying to release as many shades as possible because they've seen the gap that Fenty has managed to fill um, and I think that's where Fenty will always do well because it was the first one in this sphere. Fenty Beauty managed to speak out to girls who had felt excluded from the cosmetics community for years and years because they'd never been able to find their skin tone. From a personal point of view, it's been amazing for me. I've always struggled to find my foundation skin tone and now I go to Fenty and it's pretty easy. Now that might sound a little bit silly to people who don't use a lot of makeup but something as personal as your skin tone and finding that product that matches it exactly can make all the difference between going back to a brand or not. And the great thing is you can actually see the impact she's had on the makeup community. In short, it doesn't just preach inclusivity, it doesn't just go and stick it in its ads, it goes and does it in its product. For section two this week, I'm talking about an app called 21 Buttons. Now, my friend Courtney told me about 21 Buttons. So firstly, thank you, Courtney. And secondly, uh, 21 Buttons is a social commerce app based in Barcelona, which also operates in the UK, Italy, and Germany. It's also just closed its Series B funding round for about $17 million, which means it's looking to expand to the US, which obviously shows that the app is growing. It wants to position itself as a fashion-centered shopping app. So when you open it, you might think it reminds you of Instagram, of Pinterest, but unlike those platforms, it completely combines shopping and creativity. So while Instagram and Pinterest do have their shoppable features, 21 Buttons is trying to push the commerce side from the very beginning. The way it works is that users who are mainly influencers in fashion or your friends will post pictures of themselves and they'll tag their clothes. These tags are then linked to the brand's websites, so the users have the opportunity to make money 
through affiliate links. For example, if I'm using it, I can post a picture of myself and tag my clothes, or I can go and have a look, I can browse and I can bookmark other people's outfits. I think this app is gonna do well because it's kind of tapping into the entrepreneurial tendencies of the younger generations who just wanna make a bit of extra money. The app is rewarding you for, yes, your outfit, but it's also rewarding you for how creative you can be around that outfit to get the most attention. 21 Buttons is clearly trying to change the way people browse and shop fashion, but at the same time, it's keeping it quite similar to Instagram and Pinterest layout, so it doesn't diverge too far from what we know. So to sum up, 21 Buttons is trying to be a mixture of a social network and a marketplace. And to be honest, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. For the third and final section of this week's Warner Weekly, I'm talking about a YouTuber called Casey Neistat. If you ask anyone who watches Casey Neistat's videos, what makes us go back every single time, they probably wouldn't be able to answer you. Because unlike in episodes one and two, when I brought up YouTubers with specific niches like technology and comedy, Casey Neistat doesn't have that. And he's got 10 million subscribers on YouTube, so he's obviously doing something right. He makes videos about stuff that he really cares about, which in turn is what we care about too. So while there is no specific niche, um, he can make videos about tech reviews, about traveling, about mental health. There's always that underlying theme of a great story. He does stunts, he makes videos every day, he works 18 hour days and he has a style that cannot be replicated, which is why so many brands reach out to him. If you have a spare moment, go and check out Nike's advert called Make It Count back in 2012. What happened was Nike gave Casey Neistat a budget to create this new advert for its fuel band. And what Casey did was he took the budget, he went traveling with his friend for 10 days, made a video out of that instead of sticking to what Nike had in mind. And the video, because it was in Casey Neistat's style, went absolutely viral. But aside from the cinematography, the special effects, the use of drones. We love Casey Neistat because he's so authentic. People used to always ask him, how much money do you make from YouTube? You must be raking it in. And he would reply by screenshotting the monetization page, which basically showed that he makes no money from his videos. And he does it because he's so passionate about filmmaking. His growth is pretty much driven through hard work and through his talent as a filmmaker. And you can really see that in everything he does. So he combines professional cinematography with authentic storytelling and real emotion to just create the perfect blend of content. So that brings me to the end of this week's Warner Weekly. If you enjoyed it, please do feel free to give it a thumbs up. If you didn't enjoy it, please feel free to give it a thumbs up. I'm always open to feedback, so please do leave questions, uh, comments below. And if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes, please do let me know. And as usual, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it, and I'll see you next time.